0: Section 33 of Ulysses. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Ulysses by James Joyce, Part 2 The Odyssey, Episode 14 Oxen of the Sun, Part 1. Deshil holes eamus. Deshil holes eamus. Deshil holes eamus. Send us, bright one, light one, hoar horn, quickening and womb fruit. Send us, bright one, light one, hoar horn, quickening and womb fruit. Send us, bright one, light one, hoar horn, quickening and womb fruit. Hoopsa, boy a boy, hoopsa. Hoopsa, boy a boy, hoopsa. Hoopsa, boy a boy, hoopsa universally that person's acumen is esteemed very little perceptive concerning whatsoever matters are being held as most profitably by mortals with sapience endowed to be studied who is ignorant of that which the most in doctrine erudite and certainly by reason of that in them high minds ornament deserving of veneration constantly maintain when by general consent they affirm that other circumstances being equal By no exterior splendor is the prosperity of a nation more efficaciously asserted than by the measure of how far forward may have progressed the tribute of its solicitude for that proliferant continuance which of evils the original, if it be absent when fortunately present, constitutes the certain sign of omnipotent nature's incorrupted benefaction. For who is there who anything of some significance has apprehended, but is conscious that that exterior splendour may be the surface of a downward tending, lutulent reality, or on the contrary anyone so is there unilluminated as not to perceive that, as no nature's boon can contend against the bounty of increase, so it behooves every most just citizen to become the exhortator and admonisher of his semblables, and to tremble lest what had in the past been by the nation excellently commenced might be in the future not with similar excellence accomplished if an invariacund habit shall have gradually traduced the honourable by ancestors' transmitted customs to that thither of profundity that that one was audacious excessively who would have the hardihood to rise, affirming that no more odious offence can for any one be than to oblivious neglect to consign that evangel simultaneously command and promise, which on all mortals with prophecy of abundance or with the munitions menace that exalted of reiteratedly procreating function ever irrevocably enjoined. It is not why, therefore, we shall wonder if, as the best historians relate among the Celts, who nothing that was not in its nature admirable admired, the art of medicine shall have been highly honoured. Not to speak of hostels, leper yards, sweating chambers, plague graves, their greatest doctors, the O'Sheals, the O'Hickeys, the Olees, have sedulously set down the diverse methods by which the sick and the relapsed found again health, whether the malady had been the trembling, withering, or loose boyconal flux. Certainly in every public work, which in it anything of gravity contains preparation, should be with importance commensurate, and therefore a plan was by them adopted, whether by having pre-considered, or as the maturation of experience, it is difficult in being said, which the discrepant opinions of subsequent inquirers are not up to the present congrued to render manifest, whereby maternity was so far from all accident possibility removed that whatever care the patient in that all hardest of woman hour chiefly required, and not solely for the copiously opulent, but also for her, who not being sufficiently moneyed, scarcely, and often not even scarcely, could subsist valiantly, and for an inconsiderable emolument was provided." to her nothing already then and thenceforward was anyway able to be molestful for this chiefly felt all citizens except with proliferant mothers prosperity at all not to can be and as they had received eternity gods mortals generation to befit them her beholding when the case was so hoving itself parturient in vehicle thereward carrying desire immense among all one another was impelling on of her to be received into that domicile. O thing of prudent nation, not merely in being seen, but also even in being related, worthy of being praised, that they her by anticipation went seeing mother, that she by them suddenly to be about to be cherished, had been begun, she felt. Before born bliss babe had, within womb one he worshipped, whatever in that one case done commodiously done was. A couch by midwives attended with wholesome food reposeful, cleanest swaddles as though forth-bringing were now done, and by wise foresight set. But to this, no less of what drugs, there is need in surgical implements which are pertaining to her case, not omitting aspect of all very distracting spectacles, in various latitudes by our terrestrial orb offered together with images, divine and human, the cogitation of which by sedjunct females is to tumescence conducive, or eases issue in the high sun-bright, well-built fair home of mothers, when, ostensibly far gone and reproductive, it is come by her thereto to lie in, her term up. Some man that wayfaring was stood by house-door at night's oncoming, of Israel's folk was that man That on earth wandering far had fared. Stark ruth of man his errand That him lone led till that house. Of that house a horn is lord. Seventy beds keeps he there, Teeming mothers are wont that they lie, For to thole and bring forth bairns, Hail so God's angel to marry, quoth. Watchers tway their walk, White sisters in ward sleepless. Smart's they still, sickness soothing. In twelve moons, thrice an hundred, Trust bed-thanes they twain are, For horn-holding wariest ward. In ward wary the watcher hearing come That man mild-hearted eft rising, With swire ye wimpled to her gate wide undid. Lo, leaven leaping lightens in Eye-blink Ireland's westward welkin'. Full she dread that God the wreaker all mankind would fordo with water for his evil sins. Christ's rude made she on breastbone, and him drew that he would wrath in fair under her thatch, that man her will wotting worthful went in Horn's house. Loath to irk in Horn's hall hat holding the seeker stood. On her stow he ere was living with dear wife AND LOVESOME DAUGHTER, THAT THEN OVER LAND AND SEAFLOOR NINE YEARS HAD LONG OUTWANDERED. ONCE HER IN TOWN Hythe MEETING, HE TO HER BOW HAD NOT DOFFED. HER TO FORGIVE NOW HE CRAVED, WITH GOOD GROUND OF HER ALLOWED, THAT THAT OF HIM, SWIFT SEEN FACE, HERS SO YOUNG THEN HAD LOOKED. LIGHT SWIFT HER EYES KINDLED, BLOOM OF BLUSHES HIS WORD WINNING. AS HER EYES THEN ON GOT HIS WEEDS, swart, THEREFORE SORROW SHE FEARED, GLAD AFTER SHE WAS THAT ERE A DREAD WAS. HER HE ASKED IF O'Hare DOCTOR TIDINGS SENT FROM FAR COAST, AND SHE WITH GRAEMFUL SIGH HIM ANSWERED THAT O'Hare DOCTOR IN HEAVEN WAS. SAD WAS THE MAN THAT word TO HEAR THAT HIM SO heavied IN BOWELS RUTHFUL. ALL SHE THERE TOLD HIM, RUING DEATH FOR FRIEND SO YOUNG, algate sore unwilling god's right-wiseness to withsay she said that he had a fair sweet death through god his goodness with mass-priest to be shriven holy household and sick men's oil to his limbs the man then right earnest asked the nun of which death the dead man was died and the nun answered him and said that he was died in mona island through belly-crab three year agone come childermass and she prayed to God the all-ruthful to have his dear soul in undeathliness. He heard her sad words, in held hat sad staring. So stood they there, both a while, in one hope sorrowing, one with another. Therefore, every man, look to that last end that is thy death, and the dust that grippeth on every man that is born of woman. For as he came naked forth from his mother's womb, so naked shall he wend him at the last for to go as he came. The man that was come into the house then spoke to the nursing woman, and he asked her how it fared with the woman that lay there in childbed. The nursing woman answered him, and said that that woman was in throes now full three days, and that it would be a hard birth enough to bear, but that now in a little it would be. She said thereto that she had seen many births of women, but never was none so hard as was that woman's birth. Then she set it all forth to him, for because she knew the man, that time was had lived nigh that house. The man hearkened to her words, for he felt with wonder woman's woe in the travail that they have of motherhood, and he wondered to look on her face that was a fair face for any man to see, but yet was she left after long years a handmaid. Nine twelve blood flows chiding her childless. And whilst they spake, the door of the castle was opened, and there nighed them a mickle noise, as of many that sat there at meat. And there came against the place as they stood a young learning knight, eclept Dixon, and the traveller Leopold was couth to him sithen it had hapt, that they, had had ado each with other in the house of Cord, where this learning knight lay by cause the traveller Leopold came there to be healed, for he was sore wounded in his breast by a spear wherewith a horrible and dreadful dragon was smitten him for which he did do make a salve of volatile salt and chrism as much as he might suffice and he said now that he should go into that castle for to make merry with them that were there and the traveller leopold said that he should go otherwither for he was a man of cautels and a subtile and the lady was of his avis and reprieved the learning knight though she trod well that the traveller had said thing that was false for his subtlety. But the learning knight would not hear say nay, nor do her maidenment, nay have him in aught contrarious to his list, and he said how it was a marvellous castle. And the traveller Leopold went into the castle, for to rest him for a space, being sore of limb after many marches, environing in diverse lands, and sometime venery. And in the castle was set a board that was of the birchwood of finlandy and it was upheld by four dwarfmen of that country but they durst not move more for enchantment and on this board were frightful swords and knives that are made in a great cavern by swinking demons out of white flames that they fix then in the horns of buffaloes and stags that there abound marvelously and there were vessels that are wrought by magic of mahound out of sea-sand AND THE AIR BY A WARLOCK WITH HIS BREATH THAT HE BLAZES INTO THEM LIKE TWO BUBBLES. AND FULL FAIR CHEER AND RICH WAS ON THE BOARD THAT NO WHITE COULD DEVISE A FULLER NA RICHER. AND THERE WAS A VAT OF SILVER THAT WAS MOVED BY CRAFT TO OPEN, IN THE WHICH LAY STRANGE FISHES WITHOUTEN HEADS, THOUGH MISBELIEVING MEN NIGH THAT THIS BE POSSIBLE THING, WITHOUT THAT THEY SEE IT NETHELESS THEY ARE SO. And these fishes lie in an oily water brought there from Portugal land, because of the fatness that therein is like to the juices of the olive press. And also it was a marvel to see in that castle how by magic they make a compost out of fecund wheat kidneys, out of chaldee, that by aid of certain angry spirits that they do into it swells up wondrously like to a vast mountain. And they teach the serpents there to entwine themselves up on long sticks out of the ground, and of the scales of these serpents they brew out a brewage like to mead. And the learning knight let pour for child Leopold a draught, and help thereto the while all they that were there drank every each. And child Leopold did up his beaver for to pleasure him, and took apertly somewhat in amity, for he never drank no manner of mead, which he then put by, and anon full privily he voided the more part in his neighbor-glass, and his neighbor-ness not of this while. And he sat down in that castle with them, for to rest him there a while. Thanked be, Almighty God! This, meanwhile, this good sister, stood by the door and begged them at the reverence of Jesu, our altar liege lord, to leave their wassailing, for there was above one quick with child, a gentle dame, whose time hide fast. Sir Leopold heard on this upfloor cry on high, and he wondered what cry that it was, whether of child or woman, and I marvel, said he, that it be not come or now. Meseems it doeth overlong. And he was where, and saw a Franklin that Hight Lenehan on that side the table "'that was older than any of the tother, "'and for that they both were knights virtuous "'in the one emprise, "'and eke by cause that he was elder, "'he spoke to him full gently. "'But,' said he, "'or it be long, too, "'she will bring forth by God his bounty, "'and have joy of her childing, "'for she hath waited marvellous long. "'And the Franklin that had drunken said, "'expecting each moment to be her next. "'Also he took the cup that stood to for him, for him needed, never none asking nor desiring of him to drink. And now drink, said he, fully delectably, and he quaffed, as far as he might, to their both's health, for he was a passing good man of his lustiness. And Sir Leopold, that was the goodliest guest that ever sat in Scholar's Hall, and that was the meekest man, and the kindest that ever laid husbandly hand under hen, and that was the very truest knight of the world, one that ever did minion service to lady gentle, pledged him courtly in the cup woman's woe with wonder pondering now let us speak of that fellowship that was there to the intent to be drunken and they might there was a sort of scholars among either side the board that is to wit dick Eclep, junior of st mary merciables with other his fellows lynch and madden scholars of medicine and the Franklin that hight Linehan, and one from Alba Longa, one Crothers, and young Stephen that had Mayan of a frere that was at head of the board, and Costello that men clep punch Costello, all long of a mastery of him erewhile well jested. And of all them, reserved young Stephen, he was the most drunken that demanded still of more mead, and beside the meek Sir Leopold. But on young Malachi they waited for that he promised to have come, AND SUCH AS INTENDED TO NO GOODNESS SAID HOW HE HAD BROKE HIS AVOW. AND SIR LEOPOLD SAT WITH THEM, FOR HE BORE FAST FRIENDSHIP TO SIR SIMON, AND TO THIS HIS SON YOUNG STEPHEN, AND FOR THAT HIS languor BECALMED HIM THERE AFTER LONGEST WANDERINGS, INSOMUCH AS THEY FEASTED HIM FOR THAT TIME IN THE HONORABLEST MANNER. RUTH READ HIM, LOVE LED ON, WITH WILL TO WANDER, LOATH TO LEAVE. FOR THEY WERE RIGHT WITTY SCHOLARS, And he heard their air sounds, each gen other as touching birth and righteousness, young Madden maintaining that put such case it were hard the wife to die, for so it had fallen out a matter of some year gone with a woman of Eblana in Horn's house that now was trespassed out of this world, and the self night next before her death all leeches and pothecaries had taken counsel of her case.' And they said farther, she should live, because in the beginning, they said, the woman should bring forth in pain, and wherefore they that were of this imagination affirmed how young Madden had said truth, for he had conscience to let her die. And not few, and of these was young Lynch, were in doubt that the world was now right evil, governed as it was never other, howbeit the mean people believed it otherwise, but the law nor his judges did provide no remedy. A redress, God grant. This was scant said, but all cried with one acclaim, Nay, by our virgin mother the wife should live and the babe to die. In colour whereof they waxed hot upon that head, what with argument and what for their drinking, but the Franklin Lenehan was prompt, each when to pour them ale, so that at the least way mirth might not lack. Then young Madden showed all the whole affair, and said how that she was dead, and how for holy religion's sake, by reed of Palmer and Bettisman and for a vow, he had made to St. Alton of Abercan, her good man-husband would not let her death, whereby they were all wondrous grieved. To whom young Stephen had these words following, murmursers is eke oft among lay folk. Both babe and parent now glorify their maker, the one in limbo gloom, the other in purge-fire. But, Gramercy, what of those God-possibled souls that we nightly impossibilize? which is the sin against the Holy Ghost, very God, Lord and giver of life. For, sirs, he said, our lust is brief. We are means to those small creatures within us, and nature has other ends than we. Then said Dixon, Jr., to Punch Costello, wist he what ends. But he had overmuch drunken, and the best word he could have of him was that he would ever dishonest a woman whoso she were or wife or maid or leman, if it so fortuned him to be delivered of his spleen of lusty head. Whereat crothers of Albalonga sang young Malachi's praise of that beast the unicorn, how once in the millennium he cometh by his horn, the other all this while, pricked forward with their jibes wherewith they did malice him, witnessing all and several by saint his engines that he was able to do any manner of thing that lay in man to do. Thereat laughed they all right jocundly, only young Stephen and Sir Leopold, which never durst laugh too open, by reason of a strange humour, which he would not beray, and also for that he rued, for her that bare whoso she might be, or wheresoever. Then spake young Stephen, orgulous of mother church, that would cast him out of her bosom, of law of canons, of Lilith patron of abortions of bigness wrought by wind of seeds of brightness or by potency of vampires mouth to mouth or as virgilius saith by the influence of the occident or by the reek of moonflower or end she lie with a woman which her man has but lain with effecto secuto or peradventure in her bath according to the opinions of Averroes and moses maimonides HE SAID ALSO HOW AT THE END OF THE SECOND MONTH A HUMAN SOUL WAS INFUSED, AND HOW IN ALL OUR HOLY MOTHER FOLDETH EVER SOULS FOR GOD'S GREATER GLORY, WHEREAS THAT EARTHLY MOTHER, WHICH WAS BUT A dam TO BEAR BEASTLY, SHOULD DIE BY CANON, FOR SO SAITH HE THAT HOLDETH THE FISHERMAN'S SEAL, EVEN THAT BLESSED PETER, ON WHICH ROCK WAS HOLY CHURCH FOR ALL AGES FOUNDED all they bachelors then asked of Sir Leopold, would he in like case so jeopard her person as risk life to save life? A wariness of mind, he would answer as fit at all, and, laying hand to jaw, he said dissembling, as his wont was, that, as it was informed him, who had ever loved the art of physic as might a layman, and agreeing also with his experience of so seldom seen an accident, it was good for that mother church belike at one blow had birth and death pence, and in such sort delivery he scaped their questions. That is truth, party said Dixon, and, or I err, a pregnant word. Which hearing young Stephen was a marvellous glad man, and he averred that he who stealeth from the poor lendeth to the Lord, for he was of a wild manner when he was drunken, and that he was now, in that taking it appeared eftsoons. But Sir Leopold was passing grave, Mogre his word, by cause he still had pity of the terror causing shrieking of shrill women in their labour, and as he was minded of his good lady Marion, that had borne him an only man child, which on his eleventh day on live had died, and no man of art could save, so dark is destiny. And she was wondrous stricken of heart, for that evil hap, and for his burial did him on a fair corslet of lamb's wool the flower of the flock, lest he might perish utterly and lie akeeled, for it was then about the midst of the winter. And now, Sir Leopold, that had of his body no man-child for an heir, looked upon him his friend's son, and was shut up in sorrow for his forepast happiness, and as sad as he was that him failed a son of such gentle courage, for all accounted him of real parts, so grieved he also in no less measure for young Stephen, for that he lived riotously with these wastrels and murdered his goods with whores. About that present time young Stephen filled all cups that stood empty, so as there remained but little mow, if the prudenter had not shadowed their approach from him that still plied it very busily, who, praying for the intentions of the sovereign pontiff, he gave them for a pledge the vicar of Christ, which also, as he said, is vicar of Bray. Now drink we quote he, of this maser, and quaff ye this mead, which is not indeed parcel of my body, but my soul's bodiment. Leave ye fraction of bread to them that live by bread alone. Be not afeard neither, for any want for this will comfort more than the other will dismay. See ye here, and he showed them glistening coins of the tribute, and goldsmith notes the worth of two pound nineteen shilling that he had, he said, for a song which he writ. They all admired to see the foresaid riches in such dearth of money as was here before. And his words were then these as followeth. Know all men, he said, time's ruins build eternity's mansions. What means this? Desire's wind blasts the thorn tree, but after it becomes from a bramble bush to be a rose upon the root of time. Mark me now. In woman's womb word is made flesh, but in the spirit of the maker all flesh that passes becomes the word that shall not pass away. This is the post-creation. Omnis caro ad te veniet. No question but her name is Puissant, who aventried the dear course of our Agenbayer, healer and herd, our mighty mother and mother most venerable, and Bernardus saith aptly that she hath an omnipotentium dei parai supplicum, that is to wit, an all-mightiness of petition, because she is the second eve, and she won us, saith Augustine too, whereas that other, our grandam, which we are linked up with by successive anastomosis of navel cords sold us all seed, breed, and generation, for an a penny pippin. But here is the matter now, or she knew him, that second I say, and was but creature of her creature, Vergine madre filia di tua filio, or she knew him not and then stands she in the one denial or ignorancy which peter piscator who lives in the house that jack built and with joseph the joiner patron of the happy demise all unhappy marriages parce que monsieur Taxil nous a dit que qui l'avait misé dans cette fichue position c'était le sacre pigeon, ventre de deux Antuader, transubstantiality, oder consubstantiality, but in no case subsubstantiality. And all cried out upon it for a very scurvy word. A pregnancy without joy, he said, a birth without pangs, a body without blemish, a belly without bigness. Let the lewd with faith and fervor worship. With will will we withstand, with say." End of Section 33. Recording by Richard Wallace, Liberty, Missouri, 12 October 2010.